podcast. The Get Up and Get Going South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in. We're going to get right back into your phone calls at 508-996-0500. But very quickly, I just wanted to address something that folks have been asking about. Uh, you've been hearing Ceci Del Carmen give the uh, the weather for the last couple of days, and you've heard some different voices giving the weather, and people have been asking, what happened to Skylar Spindler? And uh, I can tell you because she posted this on her uh, Facebook page, her Official Facebook page, I guess you'll call it, meteorologist Skylar Spindler. Um, her last post had been September 6th. And then almost a month later, October 5th was her next post. And she put up, I want to say thank you to everyone for checking on me. In case you are wondering where I am, I'm out for a few weeks due to an injury. I'm currently going through physical therapy and all the not-so-fun stuff that goes along with it. Next doctor evaluation is coming up in two weeks. So for those who have been asking what happened to Skylar... Uh, she has a physical injury that is uh, keeping her from work, but uh, it, it seems like everything is going along and she's uh, she's doing the physical therapy to be able to get back. But I, you know, I, I enjoy Ceci's, uh, her newscast. I like when she says New Bedford, you know, so if you, uh, you want to hear Skylar, we'll have her back soon. But until then, I'm glad that we have the folks over there at AB6 providing us with your forecast. And I'm glad that the forecast is, you know, rather decent for fall. I like it. I walked out of the library last night uh, with, a, with another patron, and I said, ah, this feels like October, and that's what I like. I like. I like feeling like I should have worn a jacket, but then glad that I didn't. And we'll have a lot of that feeling again tonight when I'll be at the New Bedford Public Library at 7 p.m. presenting Paranormal 101. It's free. Come on by. If you've always wanted to tell me something to my face, you can come and do it at the library. Just, you know. Wait until afterwards if it's not going to be paranormal related. Uh, but I'd be happy to meet all of you if you want to come out. And again, you know, I'll give a little spiel about ghosts. I'll show you some of the equipment that I use. I promise you that it's a it's a far more interesting presentation than just hearing me ramble on about ghosts. You know, it's it's there's some good history in it, some good theory behind it. And also I have a couple of jokes I sprinkle in there that I think are funny, but if you've seen me before, you've probably heard those jokes before. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Hi, thanks, Tim. Um, you know, you're absolutely right. People are claiming asylum legally, but there is a rule, a law on the books that they've tossed aside that says you can't pass through other countries. Some people have passed through seven countries to get here. Well, so there's also a lot of people that have come directly into the United States, too. Okay, that's fine. But it's kind of rep misrepresenting. You, you know, you're saying there's laws, you know, about immigration. There is. And one that says you have to be, you can't go through other countries is on the books. They just tossed it aside. So is is it on the books? 
it is a law, but they're not um, enforcing it, or they've just just forgotten it for now. I, I'm not sure what you would classify it as. There is a law, but they're just not not uh, enforcing it. I just I I've looked up a lot of the laws about it. I haven't seen that one on the books. Well, no, I, I did. I looked it up and. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what they're calling it, but they're not using it right yeah, now. Yeah, well, yeah, there might be another terminology for it that I'm not picking up on. Bypass it. And I think, you know, you get a lot of people calling that, you know, you're saying, oh, you're following, you know, you're believing all these conspiracy theories and whatnot. And, you know, you're probably right about some of oh, that. I found the terminology for it. The It's okay. called the transit bar. Okay. That's the term that you got to look up for for it. So says what? This this was something that uh, on June thirtieth, twenty twenty. This is this comes from the Asylum Seeker Advocacy Project. But on June thirtieth, twenty twenty, a federal court struck down the Trump administration's third country transit bar. The original bar said that people who have passed through a country other than their country of origin before entering the United States must request asylum in one of those countries, and if they do not, they will not be eligible for asylum in the United States. So if it's something that the Trump administration put into place, of course they're tossing it aside. The same way that the Trump administration yeah, tossed aside the laws that the Obama administration put I didn't, in place. When I looked, when I looked it up, I didn't see that it was a Trump law. But either way, um, if you're coming through seven countries to get here, um, yeah, I, I think, I mean, a lot of people are dying doing that, too. And that's, that's another consideration that, you know, people aren't thinking about either, that all these, you know, the cost of families and people coming through that are, are dying on the way here. See, I, I, I think that it's a stupid law to have to say that, oh, you can't pass through another country if your ultimate goal is well, the United well, States. Why not? I mean, if you're in whatever country and it's it's so bad there, okay. Because what if the next country is not is just as bad? And the next one and the next one to get here? What if the uh, yeah, re- I mean, what, what if you want to come to the United States because of the freedoms and the guarantees the United States will protect you with? Well, you, you know, you can say that all you want, but, I mean, if you think that all these people are going to keep coming and coming and that it's all fine and it's, there's going to be no problems, I think you're crazy. I mean, we already have in Fairhaven a shortfall that they, you know, they had a over, you know, override to, to um, you know, get more money and it was de- declined. Well, what do you think? more pe- if, You know, if we don't get any more, that would be fine, I'm sure. But if we get hundreds and hundreds... Well, well, you're not. Gonna you're not going to get hundreds and hundreds because there just isn't any place to put hundreds and hundreds. Well, it's happened. It's, it's happened in other places. They've been in New York, New York City. That New they, York they City has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of places where they can put people. Fairhaven doesn't. But they still had them on the sidewalk. You're not going to have people living on the sidewalk in Fairhaven. Okay, but I'm saying. In New York City. And, and also the money to take care of Fairhaven is coming from, the people in Fairhaven is coming from the Commonwealth, not from Fairhaven's town budget. Eventually, it's going to be us. <laughs> All right. I got to go, Tim. All right. Work. You have a good day. Thank you. And uh, well, thank you for calling at work. Uh, and, and listen, if you ever call from work and you get into trouble with your boss or anything, just put them on the phone. Have them talk to me. I'll take care of it. I'll just, I'll just tell them, hey, listen, I can't do my job if people don't call in and talk to me. So I need to have them call in. So you have to kind of understand that, other bosses. Right? 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. So aside from the 
immigration issue. One of the things that I'm, I'm hearing from people who are concerned about the influx of people that are coming in is that idea of resources, that idea of these people are taking resources from our town just by being here. And the question that I would ask you is, if those hotel rooms weren't filled with people who were placed there by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, if they, were, if they were people that were renting out those rooms, they would have just as much of a possibility of, you know, maybe starting a fire and having the fire department have to come out or maybe getting into an argument with somebody and having to have the police come out. So it doesn't matter who is in those rooms. The fact that those rooms are rented could lead to any of those situations, any of those scenarios. So the idea that the folks that are being there are going to be more of a drain on the town than somebody else that would stay there, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? Excellent. How about yourself? Doing all right. You're you're uh, you're very energetic this morning. How many cups of coffee have you had so far? I'm on cup number three. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sir. So hey, it's a great topic. Uh, the only thing I'd like to add to it is. We all here in Massachusetts, a lot of people uh, got in line and voted for Mara Healy. Her policy is to fill every nook and cranny with the people coming up from the southern border. So I'm hoping and praying that they take every single inch possible. I hope that they take every single dime out of our money account. I hope they overburden the schools. I hope they overburden the police. I hope they overburden everything. I just hope we keep taking them in and taking them in and taking them in. It's great for Massachusetts. Thank you, and have a great day, Tim. All right, you as well. I guess uh, with each cup of coffee, the the sarcasm gets a little deeper. Uh, so I, I totally understand that. I, I actually have to have more cups of coffee to tone down my sarcasm. But if you're if you're working in the opposite way, I can totally understand that. 508-996-0500. And I thought he was going to go with, you know, the more of that that happens, the less likely it'll be that Maura Healy gets reelected. And I know it's early to talk about that. But taking a look at what Maura Healy has done so far, I think you would probably have a lot of trouble getting people who supported her in last year's election still supporting her again. I mean, granted, she's got a couple more years to kind of get things back into shape. But I think... The same complaints that a lot of people have about her who were against Maura Healy being governor. I think a lot of people who might have voted for her have some of those same concerns saying, you know, it, it, it doesn't seem like she's engaged enough in the issues. And like this issue aside, obviously, you know, people are looking at the fact that she declared this emergency as, look, she actually did something. But I feel like when there have been issues like the Star Store, where we've been asking, or the students at least have been asking, for the governor's time and for the governor to facilitate a meeting with the chancellor and all of those things, and, and the governor's office has gone silent. When you look at the amount of time she spent out of the state, I think the people who voted for her have some of the same concerns that you do. So, uh, again, this particular single issue aside, if you are saying, gee, I'm really concerned about Massachusetts under Maura Healy in the future of that. I, I think that, you know, it's not just a, a party thing either or a political ideology thing. I think some other people are thinking maybe she's not the right person for the job.
and maybe she doesn't run again. Coming in and doing the job the way that she has, maybe maybe she doesn't run again. I think that as a surrogate, Andrea Campbell, um, as uh, Andrea Campbell, uh, <laughs> sorry, Kim Driscoll has done a good job of, I'm thinking about the person that took her job, uh, but I think um, Kim Driscoll has done a good job of, of engaging with the communities, but also has some of the same concerns too, where people have said, well, where has she been on some of these issues? I do think that, I don't want to say that Massachusetts works best when there's a Republican governor, but I will say that I don't think that Democrat voters and, and liberal voters are afraid to vote for a Republican governor. So I think that that's, I mean, I, I, I voted for Charlie Baker. So I don't think that people are all full on board with her. And that's where I thought that that call might be going, is that, you know, this would just be her downfall. But I, I think, at least based on what we've seen here in year one's not even complete yet, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be rallying for her support based on at least this first year of performance. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also send in those app chat messages on the WBSM app and open line voicemails. If you don't have the app already, make sure you download it because we've only got three days left for you to try to win Trump's money. Three days left in which we're giving out a code 10 times a day that can put $100 in your pocket right away, but can also enter you to win $30,000. So in order to enter, you have to go to WBSM.com or the WBSM app and enter in those codes each hour when you hear them from 8 p.m. through the 5 p.m. hour. When you hear the code, you go and you enter it into the official entry page on the website, on the app, it's the same page no matter how you get to it. So it's not like you can enter twice. You can't enter on the website and then go on the app and enter again. It's the same page. And it's all broken down by hour. So you can put in the 8 a.m. code for today, the 9 a.m. code for today. And all you have to do is just be listening. And when you hear it, enter it in. And that's all you need to do to enter. But if you haven't downloaded the app yet, do that now because that'll make it super easy to be able to just enter in the code when you hear it. Uh, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Hi. Uh, the best way to get rid of Healy is for these two-point-something million people that voted for is, uh, Democrats is to petition the Democrats on Capitol Hill to give this woman an ambassadorship now and get her out of here like Trump got Haley out of South Carolina when it got hot. This woman bit off more than she could do this Governor Healy. She needs an ambassadorship, and she can continue her wrecking ball political career somewhere else. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. And um, there, I can tell you that there is a movement to get a recall on the Massachusetts ballot. Uh, well, to get a question on the Massachusetts ballot that would allow for a recall of the governor's position. So that's something that I, I'm sure it's people who are not you know, more Healy fans that put that out there, but that might be something that comes down within the course of this four years. I think that would be kind of a political disaster to put that in place and then immediately put it into effect. Um, it just would be, it'd be very Fall River of the Commonwealth. I know, I, I know. But if you remember, Fall River was kind of in turmoil for a number of years with recalls and 
arrests and all that kind of stuff. And you just, you don't need that. Especially where at that point it'll be so close to the end of the term anyway. But because it'll be something that if they get it on, it won't get on until next year's ballot. And then if it goes, then it probably wouldn't go into effect for another year. So at that point, you're already kind of looking at the next gubernatorial election anyway. 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. We will get back to your phone calls at 508-996-0500 coming up after the news. A little bit later on in the program, uh, at around 8.30, after the 8.30 news, we're going to be joined by Yaniv Deneur, who is the uh, the conductor of the New Bedford Symphony Orchestra. We're going to talk to him about the upcoming season, which kicks off on Saturday because of the work that's being done on the Zyterian. It'll be happening at New Bedford High School's uh, Braun Spiegel Auditorium. We're going to talk to him about what to expect. We'll also talk to him about what's going on in his home country of Israel as well. So stay tuned for that coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. But right now, it is time for us to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. Israeli troops are massing at the Gaza borders as the Jewish state strikes back after Saturday's shocking attack by Hamas militants. Israel has ordered what Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu called a complete siege of the Gaza Strip, cutting off supplies of food, water, fuel, and electricity to the densely packed Palestinian enclave of more than two million people. President Biden is asking Israeli's Prime Minister to minimize civilian casualties in the war against Hamas. Biden on Tuesday talked on the phone with Netanyahu and urged Israel to minimize civilian casualties in Gaza. That might be a tough sell after Hamas targeted Israeli civilians, including young people at a music festival. The Federal Trade Commission is proposing a new rule banning so-called junk fees. Those are the hidden costs that can unexpectedly jack up prices consumers pay at checkout. The rule would apply across the economy to many industries, including event tickets, hotels and apartment rentals. An American journalist detained in Russia will remain in jail through at least November. Evan Gerkovich lost an appeal to be released from the Moscow jail on espionage charges. The Wall Street Journal reporter has been detained since March. Another earthquake hit Afghanistan early Wednesday, just days after two large quakes in the same region killed more than 2,000 people. The new 6.3 magnitude quake struck before dawn Wednesday near Herat, a city of more than half a million in the northwest of the country. The Washington Post plans to cut almost 10% of its workforce. The paper announced on Tuesday that it will cut 240 jobs through voluntary buyouts. Staffers were told in an email that company leaders had been overly optimistic about growth in readership, subscriptions, and ads for the past two weeks. And NASA is about to launch a spacecraft of, on a nearly six-year mission to an asteroid that seems to be largely made of metal rather than rock or ice or gas like most asteroids. The spacecraft that will launch Thursday morning from Florida's Kennedy Space Center should start sending back images in August of 2029. In sports, the Patriots are hoping to get some much-needed help for the receiving core. Wide receiver Taekwon Thornton returned to the practice field on Tuesday. Thornton suffered an undisclosed 
Buffalo's shoulder injury during joint practices with the Green Bay Packers. The Pats now have up to three weeks to add him to the active roster. New England is last in the AFC East at 1-4 and four and will visit the Las Vegas Raiders this weekend. The puck has officially dropped on the NHL regular season. The Bruins begin their season tonight when they play host to the Chicago Blackhawks at TD Garden. The Bruins are hoping to recover from a disappointing end to last year after set, setting the NHL's sing, single season point and wins record, Boston was eliminated in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs by the Florida Panthers. And general managers across the NBA have given their predictions on which team will win the title this season. The defending champion Denver Nuggets and the Boston Celtics were selected as co-favorites to hoist the Larry O'Brien Trophy with 33% of the vote. The Celtics continue their exhibition schedule when they visit the Philadelphia 76ers tonight at Wells Fargo Center. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Good to be with you, everybody, on this Wednesday morning. Uh, disturbance aloft will be bringing a few showers this morning with cool temperatures. Otherwise, mainly dry mix of sun and clouds this afternoon with temperatures in the upper 60s. Dry and cool overnight tonight as we head into Thursday, Friday. Cooler temperatures with more sun than clouds. Sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Sassi del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Tequila sunrise Staring slowly across the sky Well, if, if you're waking up If you're waking up to a tequila sunrise this morning Well, you really need a little bit of help getting up But uh, if you need a little something getting you going in the morning Or if you need something to help you kind of come down a bit in the morning Either way, the place to go is Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop on Bolton Street in New Bedford because you can go and get a, a big cup of coffee or a cappuccino or a latte or something that's going to really perk you up and, and get you ready and prepared for the day or after you've gotten the kids on the bus and all the craziness of the morning has kind of calmed down a little bit, you can go and you can treat yourself and you can relax. Have that cup of coffee in peace. Have a muffin, something like one of their pumpkin muffins or their pumpkin cheese muffins. They also have your traditional favorites like corn, blueberry, chocolate chip, all of those. But, of course, it is pumpkin time of year, right? So get the pumpkin while you can. Maybe that's kind of your oasis. That's your place to go. And that's what it can be. That's what Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop is for so many people. It's an oasis. It's a place to go to kind of get away from the hustle and bustle of the morning and have a little time for yourself. But if you got to keep going and you can't stop, you can't slow down, you can stop in and grab something quick or you can take it with you to go and move on with your day. And then after you pick the kids up from school or maybe at lunchtime when you need to find something to eat, stop on by, get some of their delicious sandwiches, which they make fresh daily. 
They take their own fresh-baked Portuguese bread, and they take the chicken salad, the casserola, the tuna salad, whatever it might be, and they make these delicious sandwiches. Or you can just buy the rolls and the stuff to fill them with and make them yourself when the time is right. All of those are possibilities. And, of course, grab some of their famous rice pudding for dessert as well. Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop, 506 Bolton Street in New Bedford. It is the right place to get your day started. It's the right place to keep your day going. It's the right place to get away from your day. Whatever it is you're trying to do, that's Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop. 508-996-0500, that's our number. And uh, I want to talk about this story that I saw on WCVB.com, Channel 5's website. The headline got my attention. And then when I read the story, I said, that headline seems a little bit unfair. So let me give you the headline first. Massachusetts dog owner shares warning about experience with a Rover.com dog sitter. Now, Rover.com, for those who aren't familiar, it is a website that allows you to find pet sitters. It doesn't just have to be a dog. And if you were looking for somebody to watch your pet, so boarding a pet is expensive, right? If you've ever had to go away and put your dog up at a boarding facility, it can get expensive. There are concerns that people have with putting their dog up. How is my dog going to be treated while I'm gone and they're being boarded? Uh, Kennel cough is a real concern. There's all of these things that people have concerns about when it comes to putting their dog up in a boarding facility. Now, a lot of those fears are unwarranted, but people still have them anyway. Many people would rather have their dog remain in their home and have somebody come and just take care of the dog every day. That's not always feasible if you don't have a friend or a family member that's willing to do that for you. And how do you know who to trust to hire to do that? Well, Rover gives you that option. Rover will have an app. It's an app where you have a list of people in your area and there's ratings. It's kind of like, you know, the Angie app for people that are going to come and do work at your house and all that. It's the same idea, except it's pet sitters. And they can either come to your house and they will take care of your dog or cat or whatever your pet is in your home. Or you can bring it to them and they'll watch them in their home. Now, so the person that I used with my dog lived in Dartmouth. She had a couple of dogs of her own. She never really took more than a, more than a dog or two from the Rover app at any given time because she did have her own dogs. So it wasn't like there was a whole bunch of dogs like there all at once. But she had a big yard that the dog had run around in and... You know, Ruby loved going and spending time there. Um, Of course, she was always happy to see me when I got back, but it wasn't like, you know, she got excited when she got there because she knew that she was going to be playing with other dogs and having a good time. I just, I didn't want somebody coming into my home when I'm not there to take care of my dog. As much as I would have rather have my dog been able to stay home. So I found my services with Rover to work pretty well. I mean, my dog sitter had an issue, physical issue, where she was recovering and I needed my dog watched. So her mom watched my dog, you know, like it's, it's, it, it worked out for me. Now my dog passed away in July, so I don't need the services anymore of Rover. I'm not going to get another dog. So, but I think that this case is unfair to kind of put on Rover as the person that is in this story has done. So this person, Travis Anthony, he had he went on vacation to California and he had the rover.com sitter the rover app sitter come to his house and take care of his dog and he says that the dog sitter 
set a small fire in his kitchen, damaging new cabinets, ceiling tile, and, and the ceiling and tile. Uh, he also said that the dog sitter stole a spare debit card that he had filed away, obscured the cameras in the house, and repeatedly drove his car without his permission, and the keys are still missing. And he says, we looked in our BMW app on our phone while on vacation, and it showed that our car wasn't at our house anymore. And he's now pressing criminal charges against the woman. Uh, Rover promises that all sitters, quote, pass a background check and are approved, quote, by a team of sitter specialists. Uh, and Anthony says, in the past, the site has worked well, but this experience has left him questioning whether the vetting is a dog and pony show. So because you got one person that decided to do some things that weren't good things, they were basically committed crimes, you're going to call into question the entire vetting process of this app with no proof. There are a lot of great reviews on Rover for these people who are joining it and doing the right thing. And they're writing this story as if Rover sucks at what they do. That they're lying to people about vetting the folks that are on. You, here's a surprise. that Here's something that might come as a surprise to a lot of you. You can vet a person and find out that they have a completely clean criminal record. And then they commit a crime after that. I know, right? It's the same thing everybody's claiming about the migrants that are coming here. Well, they should be vetted. Okay, but if they are, that doesn't mean that they won't do something in the future. Okay, I get that point. You can apply it to this as well. This is, this is a, would they ever write an article if an Uber driver pulled over the car, turned around and said to the guy in the back seat, give me all your money, would they write an article questioning whether or not Uber vets the people that are, they, if, if a, if a Uber driver gets his license suspended after he applied for Uber, and got approved, doesn't tell Uber about it. They're going to take a little while to find out about it because it's not like they get instant notifications about those things. And then somebody finds out that their Uber driver didn't have a license when they were driving and complains to Uber. Is that really Uber's fault? Can you, can you then say, well, the whole system must be flawed? I don't believe they're actually vetting the people that are driving for them. So I think it's unfair for this story to attack Rover based on the actions of one person. One person who clearly, is, as, long, as long as this stuff is true, he says he's pressing charges, but nobody's been convicted of anything yet. Rover did give him back the $350 he paid for the dog sitter, but he thinks that Rover should also pay the cleaning and repairs to his house and replace his lost key fob. Now, it does say on Rover that they will cover any damage to a pet owner's property, but that he has to go through his homeowner's insurance coverage first and that that's in the fine print of that agreement. He's not sure he wants to file a claim over it, though. 98% of the people who get reviewed by the Rover service in the Boston area, half a million services that have been booked through Rover in the Boston area, more than 98% of those reviewed get five stars. So this is an outlier. 
It's clearly an outlier. But yet this article is written as if, well, no, Buell Rover might not be what you think it is. Based on one person and the actions of one person who might not have had a criminal record. Listen, it doesn't mean that you never committed a crime. It just means you never got caught committing a crime, right? So, it, I don't know. I just When I read it this morning, I said, that's, that's over the top. And I hope, honestly, I hope that Rover complains about this article and gets them to at least change the headline on it. Because you're throwing the entire model of that app under the bus because one person acted like an idiot, allegedly. Nowhere does it say either that the police are involved in this. It just says he plans to press charges. I I don't know about you, but if that happened to me and I felt like I was in the wrong... And press charges right away. Now, this gentleman claims that after this all went down, he did a simple Google search of the person's name. And result, there were results that showed multiple arrests, including one just this past May, three months before he invited her into his home. And that Rover's uh, vetting process should have caught that. All right, you know who else should have caught that? You, before you booked it. When I booked my person through Rover, it said just her name. And I said, I'd like your full name, please. And she gave it to me. And I looked her up. And I saw nothing bad about her. Went to her Facebook page. Had mutual friends. Said, all right, this is going to be somebody that I can trust. And if it didn't work out, I wouldn't throw the whole company under the bus over it. It just seems... A little extravagant. 508-996-0500. I, I do have to take a break. Caller, hang on. We'll get to you as soon as I come back from this break. We'll be right back. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. Happy birthday today to my friend Nick Fryer. Nick, of course, who hosted Change My Mind with Wes Sykes on the WBSM TV platform that we had a few years ago where we act, we had some programming that you could find just on our YouTube channel, but it was still happening live in our studio. And Change My Mind was, uh, it, it kind of came about because I would sit at Patriots games. We would be having lunch before the game because they feed the media and the press box and so it'd be myself and Nick and Wes and I would listen to the two of them go back and forth about everything pop culture movies comic books TV shows and I'd kind of get involved a little bit but like just watching them go back and forth I was like guys this this is a podcast and they're like well we, you know we want to do a podcast together and I was like well that's it changed my mind that's it and so it became something that they spent a lot of time crafting and building and working on. And they took it to other platforms and other offshoot podcasts. And now it's 
part of the dork universe of podcasts. I mean, it's really taken off. And, uh, and it's a great show. It's very entertaining, a great podcast if you've never heard it before. So happy birthday to Nick Fryer. And, uh, of course, it's Halloween time. That was always when they would have me come on and we would rank horror movies and all that. So I've, I've got to reach out to them and say, you guys got to come on Spooky South Coast when we bring it back. And we'll do the same thing except in that on that show where... On that show, you're changing my mind, I guess. 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and chime in if you want to have your thoughts be heard. We might get some rain again today. We had some rain yesterday. Hey, that happens in the fall, right? Well, do me a favor. After that rain is all said and done, go up into your attic or the top floor of your house and just take a look around the inside of the ceiling and make sure you're not seeing any water spots. Then... Check out your roof as best you can and make sure you're not seeing any faded shingles or falling off shingles or any spots that look like they might be kind of warped or bent or any of these problems that might be there. If you can see them, you need to call Precision Window and Kitchen. And even if you can't see them, you might want to call Precision Window and Kitchen anyway and have them take a look just to make sure that your roof is as safe as it can be heading into the winter months. You don't want a bunch of snow coming and sitting on top of a roof that might be compromised. That's putting your investment and your family at risk. So call Precision Window and Kitchen. They will come down. They'll take a look. They'll give you a free estimate. Maybe it doesn't need any work at all. They'll say, you're good. You're good for another five or 10 years. But maybe they'll say, hey, you should probably look into getting this done uh, as soon as you can. And they will work with you to make that happen. So all you have to do if you want to reach out to them, is, you know what, stop by their showroom at 1111 of Christian Avenue. When you walk in and you take a look around the showroom, you can see all of the materials and all of the uh, companies that they work with to be able to get the right stuff to do your roof, your bathroom, your kitchen remodel, to put in new windows, to put in new entryway doors, whatever it may be. And then also you will see, well, of course, the people that work at Precision Window and Kitchen, they're all great guys who will make sure that they are getting you the best quality for your buck. There's also a little area where, you know, if you're in the neighborhood and you need a paintbrush or a paint roller or a tape measure or some other things, they've got all that in there for sale, too. It's kind of like a little hardware store uh, right down there in a neighborhood where there isn't a lot of other places where you can grab that kind of stuff. And then, of course, they have the workshop area behind the showroom where they're building everything that they're going to use to remodel your kitchen or bathroom or put in the new doors or windows or whatever it may be. So stop on by and see them there, or you can go to their website, precisionwindowandkitchen.com, see some examples of their work, see some of their services, and you can also reach out there to have them come out and give you that free estimate. Precision Window and Kitchen, they've been doing it for a long time. They've been doing it right, and they can do it for you. All right, I got to take my final break of the hour. Back in a few moments.